if anybody's looked around recently, but real Americans already have a tough job enough finding work. You know, those people sneak across our borders and they take our jobs. They took our jobs. They took our jobs. They took your jobs. They took our jobs. They took your jobs. They took your jobs. Your job. This is. Marking out pro wrestling song for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling song for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking out pro wrestling song for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Running like this. Pro wrestling song for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. What a week it has been to be a professional wrestling fan. And if you've been jazzed, as jazzed up as we've been, come on in, put your head, head buds on, and listen to this week's episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This podcast is available at MarkingOut.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Make sure you comment, subscribe, do whatever you need to do so we can get these plays up and you, we can spread the word of Marking Out. If you want to contact us, maybe you want to sponsor the show, or maybe you just want to, maybe you have a musical interlude to submit to the show, you can email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. Uh, social media wise, since we are coming off of a social media smackdown, you can tweet at us at markingout, where we live tweet during a bunch of things and just tweet in general, and uh, facebook.com slash markingout if uh, you want to post some videos, talk to us about stuff, maybe promote some things, and maybe some upcoming wrestling events. Who knows? All right. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog. We're also sitting here with hashtag no Twitter. Dave, Dave, good morning. Good morning, motherfucker. You were sorely missed last week. I know a lot of people said they were very upset that you weren't on the show. But we were- Yeah, I know. Probably like nobody said that. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> Dave was doing his acting thing, and I think we tweeted it out last night. Go check out the video from uh, – was that one of the shows you were on, Mulan? No. Yeah, no, that was my show, Mulan. Okay, Mulan. And that's actually, there's a fight scene in there, so yeah, go it's kind it of is. interesting. You, you you played the the dragon? No, I played Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I played like uh, what did I play? Yao, one of the Mulan's friends. And as you can hear, we're also sitting here with Brandon. You can follow him at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome as always. And you always sound like you're ready to take a shit when you're saying that. I don't know. It's just one breath. It's (laughs) It's awesome as always. No, but I want to say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to people because we don't know when they listen. So Yeah. It could be and at that point between like eleven fifty nine and twelve o'clock where it's like almost morning, and then they listen to it and it's the afternoon. Yeah, good brunch, right? Is yeah. that what call it? Brunch, yeah. No, I don't do it's brunch. Not quite, it's not quite breakfast. It's not quite lunch, but it comes with a slice of cantaloupe at the end. If you do listen, let us know that you listen. Yeah. You also, I just I just want to say that with the, regarding to the fake Twitter accounts. Oh yeah, uh, Brandon. Don't don't fucking follow it. Follow it. Follow no, it. B two TG. One six one, yeah. Great. That's anything, report it and shit. And let oh, me just okay. say, let me just say that on Apparently there was one of me Friday night last night. There was a fake Dave. Really? Yeah, and it got suspended. That I actually followed it. Well, what David, was the Twitter handle? It was at Dave underscore the rave underscore. Brandon knows that way too fast. Was it? Was it a picture of Dave? 
It was a fucking picture off Facebook. No, it wasn't. It was okay. on Google. It was on a uh, Twitter, buddy. Oh yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon created a fake account for me. I didn't create a fake account. That pisses me off that you keep saying that. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, anyway, let's get all the fake fake Twitter accounts aside. Let's get on to some pro wrestling talk. Uh, before we even start the show well, off, we got to give. What were you gonna say? Before we go on, guys, tweet to them. Get tell them what the fuck. Get them like pissed off. Get them off there. Yeah. It worked in the past when we had a fake mark account. Huh? You want them to get them off there? Yeah, we had we had a fake marking out account at one point where people were cop- blatantly cl- copying our tweets and putting it as their own, and yeah. we had to tweet them and bombard them and tell them what the fuck. So tweet this guy, be like, "What the fuck?" There's one B to the G. Yes, and if you can, the Dave the Rave one. Yeah, but admit, hopefully that'll be a parody account and it'll just be satirical. Anyway, anyway I'm um, Dave the Rave, and I'm listening to. Spice Girls. I don't know. I'd be fine with it. I think it's funny. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no problem with Spice Girls. No, I, I quoted them to David the other day, actually. What, I you're saying you tell him what you want, what you really, really want? No, he said a sentence, and in my head it clicked. It sounded like, uh, if you want to be my lover. You got to get with my friends. Make it yeah, last like forever. He said, he said something. Should never end. Fuck, come on. I can't, I can't <laughs> quote. I don't know anything further than that. All right. Well, anyway, but let's get on some pro wrestling talk here. We got to give. First of all, we got to give dues uh, to dues. Uh, thank you to Ring and Rope Rebellion for making our theme music, and to Nick Matocho for making our logo. And also, thank you to Jason Linick, NYWC sign guy, for letting us be a part of this week's NYWC Livewire. That's it, so much fun to be on. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. We had like seven, eight, seven people in there. So go on the go on their YouTube page. Uh, definitely check it out. It was a lot of fun to do. Uh, you know, for me, it was it was weird. Because it was a whole camera thing, and I had to like kind of look in the camera instead of looking down, and you know. Was I, that your first time on there? Yeah, yeah, it was my first time on there. Because the one time you guys were on there, I had band practice and I was at work and everything like that. Yeah, Dude, last you and Friday, I, I, or whenever they recorded, I just was clicked into it by accident. Yeah. You and I are the only ones to ever go on via Skype before Dave, before oh. this show. What do you mean? So, the only people to ever Skype into the show, not Skype into the show, but also, yeah, also in the Hangout are, are me and Dave. And now there's 800 people. But yeah, we got to talk a little, a little bit about NYWC Psycho Circus, their big show. But I have, the, can- Guinness, I have the Guinness Book World Record of uh, most mass chains in a show of, of Livewire before. So that's pretty cool. Great. Hopefully Guinness will see it. But <laughs> we spoke a little bit about NYWC Livewire. But if you haven't seen the show, we're going to talk about it right now because this was hands down, front to back, left to right, horizontal to vertical. This was a great independent wrestling show. From the beginning of it to the end, what a show was. NYWC Psycho Circus at the NYWC Sportatorium. Walking in, you had a great feeling about the entire overall event. Yeah, there was a lot of positivity in there. It was good. It was a lot of angst, too, I guess, maybe for the main event. Everyone was looking for something huge. But, you know, when you start the show off with, you know, their traditional Joker's Wild Battle Royal, you know, I think that's a good way to rope people in. I thought it was pretty funny because they also had the Harlem Shake in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, but they still had. I loved how they brought out a lot of older wrestlers that haven't been around it in a long time. Yeah, and little older gimmicks like we've seen JT Kaysen with the whole reckless and wasted gimmick for the longest time. Before that, he did a you know the dirty South gimmick. Yeah, they brought, brought back dirty, 
Dirty Moore, Dirty JT, and Jethro. I fucking when that when they came out, I fucking popped. Yeah, you turned to me and you're like, "Oh man, I just popped." Dude, absolutely, that was awesome. Was, I say that way too much. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> you saw a lot of NYWC mainstays in there, a lot of newer guys. But in the end, it was newcomer onto the NYWC scene, Jesse Vane taking the win in the Battle Royal, and now Jesse Vane gets a shot at any of the NYWC titles that he wants. I thought it was pretty cool because the final three were Jesse Vane, um, Matthew Justice, and Mega. So I think everybody was thinking that Mega was going to get the victory. And then Jesse uh, Jesse Vane, the, probably one of the smaller guys in the match, comes up on top. Yeah. It could have literally been any of the three, too. Yeah, no, oh. I, it could have. It could have. I'm a big mm-hmm. as I said, I'm a big fan of Matt Justice just because his nickname is Thrash Justice and everybody knows how big of a metalhead I am. Um all right. Yeah, so that was that. And then you go on right after that to um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought here. Number one contenders for the NYWC Tag Team Championship. Four-way match with Big Game Smith. Three-way, sorry. Three-way, yeah. It, yeah, three-way. It wasn't the menage a trois yet, but uh, Big Game Smith James and Bill Carr versus DJ Fat Pat, Francis Kipple Stevens versus the new uh, form of Reckless and Wasted, JT Kaysen and newcomer Bryce Young. Uh, you know, at the last NYWC event, Reckless and Wasted of Braden Knight and JT Kaysen had to... Uh, disband. So now JT Kaysen is carrying the torch of Reckless and Wasted or maybe the flask or beer or something like that. I got I to gotta just say, I hate the fact that some um, dirt sheets or news websites, whatever you want to say, reported it as um, JT Kaysen and Braden Knight. Listen, you don't know what dirt sheets are, okay? I, I know. My apologies. I'm using uh, insider that's, terms. Well, but seriously, that's something I go off about all the time where – you don't have to be first to report a news article. You just make have to give credit. Or it's right. But also, too, you have to make sure you give credit. You can't be like, but, oh, yeah, well, I'm reporting. No, but if you're, no, but if you're the credit, first person credit. to be recording it, if you're the first person writing it, make sure your, your facts are right. Yeah. Don't call somebody the wrong name. Don't say this is the wrong person. That, like, ultimately pisses me off all the, the time the, I see this. The one website that's always correct and accurate is, I think, that uh, Cage website or Cage whatever, Cage database has everything. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But this was a, this was an interesting uh, triple threat match going back to uh, the winners get a shot at Alex Reynolds and John Silver, the Beaver Boys. And in the end, Big Game Smith, James, and Bill Carr get the number one contendership, which I think we've seen this coming for a while. Oh, yeah, it's sick, especially after their promo at the last, like, two events or whatnot. Yeah. They got to. Yeah, they got to. And these guys are built like fucking brick shit houses. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so how many times can you see uh, repeat matches? Hey, I mean, with NYWC wrestlers, I could see repeat matches all the time and be very happy with it. Amen to that. Amen. So we had we had a triple threat match uh, for the tag team titles, but now for the Starlet title, we didn't have a triple threat match, as Larry Legend liked to call. It. We had a menage a trois: Rick Cataldo defending against Nikki Adams and Marty Bell. And this was actually a very good women's match. I was a very fan of this. I I, I still gotta say, Cataldo's one of my favorite like female wrestlers out there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the the baddest bitch in the game picked up the win. Yeah, with a nasty kick to the back of Marty Bell's head. I, I loved it because she had – what was it? Uh, Marty Bell was going to – she kind of like convinced Marty Bell to attack Nikki Adams who was tied up in the tree of, uh, of woe. The and then she just tree. nailed him. Yeah. And then, but the best part is he, he covers – he, she covers Marty Bell and then like – 
use I, you know when people say they use the ropes no he was like resting his feet on Nikki Adams in, yeah, in, was, in the corner of the tree well, it, was a good, it was a good ending it was a lot of fun to watch and, I agree yeah agree agree and so we have new number one contenders for the tag team championship but the tag team champions were in action the Beaver Boys yours truly Alex Reynolds and number one Chuck Taylor and number one John Silver I'm sorry defending against Chuck Taylor and Jigsaw Chikara invading the NYWC Sportatorium and this match was funny this they really did a good job of making this comedic but also making it very technical as well I don't know if you guys are going to disagree with me well I definitely know that you will I think this was the match of the night ah uh, yeah I disagree with you on that yeah I think, I think this I, is... I know I think that you, the both of you will but I, I thought that this match was the match of the night I was I thought it was just great tag team action yeah no it was it was great tag team action they worked all very well together it was as I said it was technical there was some high spots it was very comedic with the whole use of uh, jigsaw's towel as like a yeah. you know, the, the the blue drag spot and like they're all like throwing it at the referee and throwing it at this person and that person it was funny yeah to watch. it was pretty funny in the end though the Beaver Boys hit their double team finisher for the win but that wasn't the end of it because Mr. Entertainment the NYWC commissioner Brian Vidco comes out and declares that the number one contenders want their shot and they want it right now so after putting on this excellent match the Beaver Boys now have to contend against Big Smith James and Bill Carr, and unfortunately, they were not successful. We have new NYWC Tag Team Champions, Bill Carr and Big Game Smith-James. They had they stood no chance. No, absolutely. Once Vidco came out and made that match, it was just like, oh, they're fucking, they're doomed. Yeah, it was doomed. It was, they, they were doomed. It was... For those that don't know, like, these are, Bill Carr and Smith-James are very large Just guys. Google it. Just like, Google them. That Seriously, sounds so weird. I, yeah, no, I think the the best part about them is the fact that their music, hate breed, destroy everything. It, it's very fitting. It's very fitting for two big guys that just come out there and just kick, or shit kickers, I should say. If people didn't know that this was a pro wrestling podcast, this would sound so weird, talking about how big guys were. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they want to put me in a Nelson. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right? That's funny as All well. All right. Um, but th- <laughs> next match to me was match of the night. Trent, question mark, making his return to the NYWC Sportatorium against the premier athlete Anthony Nice for the Fusion title. This, to me, could be in the running for a match of the year. But I think it's it's great. I'm, I'm actually a huge fan. I don't know if this was exactly like this last year, but it's already – it's right now it's March, yeah. March 2nd, and we're already seeing a great – Group of matches for that we call match of the year candidates, but I feel and like actually we, mean it. I feel like we've said that last year too. We, I mean, I, I well, I, I feel like last year they were kind of like we. I feel like we're going to be able to remember these matches better than we did last year. I agree on that one. I'll, I'll be honest, I probably won't <laughs> because to me they were so special of matches. Like we have Jerry Lynn versus Lance Storm. To me, that's a special fucking match. I didn't mean to curse. Uh, you broke it. Brandon was trying not to curse the entire show. Yeah, whatever. Then we have Trent making his return to NYWC versus his former tag team partner, Tony Nice. That's another match we'll remember. Yeah, and it was just – it was I was sitting there with Brandon, and I was just like, this is awesome. I'm like, And I was screaming out, no, don't let this match finish. No, like yelling in the drunken stupor that I was in. Um, I, no, I wasn't that bad. 
I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna s- agree with it though. I know. Well, we still have. It's only March, as Brandon. Yeah, said. right. We still have nine uh, not, more not months. Not to say that it wasn't a really good match. Yeah. No. It was. It was awesome. They got to the embrace. They hugged at the end. Good. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean to be sounding like I'm insulting Debbie Downer for the match. It was a really good match. Yeah. No. It was, it was awesome. It was. It was a lot of fun. Everybody was very happy that Trent was back. And I'm hoping yeah. to see. I'm hoping to see Trent in NYWC a little bit more now. Yeah. Because I feel like, I, so I, somebody said it, but you know. His abilities are just fantastic, and I think that it was a huge loss for the WWE, and this is a huge gain for independent wrestling. Yeah, as soon as as soon as the match started, you can see how stupid WWE can be for letting people like this go. Yeah, I I just I hate the fact that some of the fans are yelling out, "Where's Trent?" I'm like, Yeah, and I I I, are you Ray Charles? He's right in front of you. He's, like he's, that, in the ring. he's in the ring right now. But that's kind of like the whole thing where it's like one of the ZTLIS type of things. Yeah, but still. Like when, when Big O debuted, you had the whole ZTLIS type of chance as well. So Yeah. But me without And, and hes- I'm going to say I did yell out Mel on. Yeah. And without hesitation, I screamed back, he's in the ring, you idiots. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. they're putting on a great fucking wrestling match twice. Yeah. Twice, unbelievable! Twice, twice, twice. But let, <laughs> let's put it, let's talk on some more uh, fantastic wrestling matches. You had a triple threat match: uh, Mike Mondo making his in-ring return since being sidelined with an injury versus the Greek God Demetrius Papadon versus Jerry Lynn. And this was Jerry Lynn's last match on the East Coast. He had about four more matches after this one, and the guy can still go. I'm, a lot of people have been saying this, but we don't want him to quit the uh, the, the wrestling business or retire. I, I shouldn't say if, quit. If, you know what? If you're retiring, he's going about it the correct way. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fading, fading out into the sunset, not like because, doing it by injury or anything like that. Right, and he's not overstaying his welcome. Yeah. And, he's st- and he can still perform, so ja, it's on- one of the- yeah, unfortunately, though, Jerry Lynn did not pick up the win this final East Coast date. Uh, Demetrius Papadon beats him with a brain buster, which I know caused a lot of maybe dismay for the yeah, wrestling people, community. A lot of people were pissed about this, but to me, it's one of those things where Jerry Lynn's probably that guy who wants to put over talent. Absolutely. I, I agree. I think Jerry Lynn's definitely one of those guys that will put over talent as is kind of like a Tommy Dreamer. But I also feel like this is necessary. Why I don't want to see – I'm not interested in a retirement tour where every single match back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back is a victory. Yeah, right. I mean it's it, like, takes, it takes out of that, that um, realism of a match I guess. No, I, I totally agree yeah. with you. You kind, you kind of have to like bring him down a peg as he's going out. I mean afterwards they put him over huge by having that amazing tribute video to him. Right. And that's another thing. Like when uh, we had Jerry Lynn for the brief moments we did on our show, he spoke about how NYWC is truly a homecoming. It's a family to him. And that aftermath of that match proves it exactly that that their family. Yeah, you have the locker room come out, everybody take a knee, you know, hoisting it up. It was well, awesome. He, he said that about every uh, promotion too. I feel, I feel like every, every time he speaks, he always says that this promotion is like a family to me. But maybe maybe they are. No, yeah. Well, he's as you said. He said like when he's, he's in the been, locker room, it's like a family reunion. We know he's been champion, multiple champions in multiple NYWC or Ring maybe, Honor everywhere. No, no, yeah. just in NYWC alone, though. I know he's been at least one champion there. Yeah, I don't know. He's well, been in their their Psycho Circus match. Whatever. So. Yeah, whatever. I, I feel like it, 
I disagree with all those fans. It takes out the realism. I want to know. I don't want to know an outcome of the match or be a little right. predicted. Yeah. And, and just one more thing on Jerry Lynn. I think that there's a huge opening for him. Not that they will, but I think WWE, if they really need a trainer for Absolutely. young talent, Jerry Lynn is the I, guy. Yeah, I'll, but you know they have too many guys in the way that. I don't think that he would be willing to do that because with his injuries and whatnot. What, but just, to, get, just to train people? Dude, yeah, you still have to take bumps and shit. I don't think you As a trainer, to, you still have to I move think, from the ring. But I think you're you're more open to doing... I don't know. I, I, don't I disagree. Know. I would say road agent before trainer. Yeah, yeah. okay, even that. Perfect yeah. position for I, this I agree with that. I would, I would agree with a road agent or talent scout as opposed to uh, an actual trainer. Yeah, okay. I agree. I, I totally agree with that one too. Uh, but let's get on to the main event of the evening. The NYWC title was on the line in the Psycho Circus match. There's no rules, no disqualifications. This is kind of like the lethal lockdown, but not as lame as a lethal lockdown. You know, and not kind of, yeah. kind of like the elimination chamber. It kind well, of like yeah, kind of like an elimination chamber. But you know, it, two two men start in every interval of every four minutes. Another man from each team alternating comes out. You had the order of the black or team Apollyon, the NYWC champion Apollyon, Dicky Rods, Rex Lawless, and the newest member of the order of the black, Ryan Rush, facing off against Team Big O, which is Big O, Stockade, Mikey Whipwreck, and Alvin Alvarez. The, the only rule that was in this was it's a table match too. Yeah. In addition to pinfall submission, there was also tables. Yeah, if somebody gets thrown through a table, they get eliminated, which I totally forgot about halfway through that match when uh, Stockade and – who was it? Stockade and Dickie Rods? No, it was, it was Mikey, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Mikey, Mikey and Dickie Rods went through it. Okay, yeah, that I, I forgot about that. No um, worries. But this was – yeah, these matches are always crazy, and I think they outdid themselves from last year. Whereas last year they had that cinder block spot. This year with having all those bamboo skewers – and somebody jabbing it in Rex Lawless's head, and they're just sticking there. Like that was brutal. Yeah, that was nuts. I don't, I don't get like, I don't get how these guys do this. Adrenaline, brother. It's insane. I thought that was a really cool spot because I love Wallace is standing there, which is with these skewers, like just out of his head, forehead. Yeah, it was no, it was, it was like the top crown yeah. part of his head. Yeah, then, I, I he, liked, then he dealt somebody with a huge boot while recovering. I thought it was pretty sick. Yeah, it was just – you're just like, oh, oh. And like, you know what? With like last year too, I feel like it was just like, okay, yeah, it's a psycho circus. It's brutal. But then, like this, they really told the story with this one. You know, it wasn't like, just – it was like spot like spot. Ice, spot. I like the ice spot. Oh, yeah, where they threw the uh, garbage can with uh, – the, the snow and ice, whatever it was. Yeah, that, that, that ring was – took a, a beating. Yeah, but in the at the end of the day, after a big spine buster through a table, we have a new NYWC champion. The Big O is now your NYWC champion, and if you want to see the final minutes of this match, you can go to our YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash/MarkingOut1. We have some fan cam footage of the ending of this match, and all we gotta say is congratulations to the Big O. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool like to know somebody before anything. Yeah. And then see this. But now now I'm confused though with the because he put a polyon through the table. Yeah. Shouldn't that have automatically Yeah, been, it, it was. 
It was, but maybe he just wanted to get the pin for good. Yeah, measure. I, I think it was like the adrenaline of it. Maybe he got he got caught up with it, but yeah, he beat him twice technically. There we go. So now it should be a two time. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Big O wins. But there's a bigger story that came after this. Order of Black comes out, attacks Big O after the match, and then his good friend, the premier athlete Anthony Nice, comes out to get the save, but re- not really because he lays out. The big O with his steel chair causing maybe one of the biggest heel turns that we've seen in NYWC in a long time. And I went fucking nuts for this. Excuse my language, but this was awesome. What a great heel turn this was. I, I, I think that the Mickey Whipwreck heel turn was pretty epic. Yeah, that was that was a good one as well. But no, this this one was very good. I, I kind of saw – I can't see him as a face right now, especially with PWS and how he is now. Like, I feel like he has a lot he has so much built up in him where his promos and everything are more directed towards a heel. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, he got on the mic and basically mocked Big O for mocked shit on NYWC. Yeah, with Zach, the whole Zack Ryder thing just saying screw Trent, screw Big O and most of all to the fans, a big F you. So, it was awesome. I thought it was great and I'm super excited to see what's to come in NYWC. Uh March 30th is going to be NYWC Aftermath, the fallout from Psycho Circus. Uh you can keep posted the show show and our Facebook and Twitter cuz you know we'll be keeping you updated with everything that goes on with the NYWC or you could just go to nywcwrestling.com. And I believe that uh Psycho Circus will be on DVD this year, so oh, I can't wait. Definitely pick that up when it comes out. I know. I'm super psychic. So go check all that stuff out going on in the NYWC. Uh, let's talk about a little bit more professional wrestling before we hit a break. Uh, let's talk about Impact from this week. They were live in the Impact Zone. Said. I'm so excited <laughs> about this. I love – I absolutely love that you said that and there was nothing. Yeah. That, that there was, was silence. Yeah. So they're back in the Impact Zone for a couple of weeks before they start going uh, Impact on the so road. St- I hate those fans. Legit. I know. I if know. you if you're in the audience more than two weeks in a row, majority most likely I don't like you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But it's not their fault for being in the audience for more than two weeks. Sometimes don't they record more than two weeks at one time? No. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking I'm, about the fans that go over the top that just I don't know. Like I told you, like the stink kid. Yeah. 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 I, but but you know what the 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 result I mean, impact this week wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't amazing, but it was good. We have a new X Division champion, which is good. Kenny King uh, finally defeating RVD, you know, saying some poignant words beforehand, saying that he is the X Division. He's right. There's nobody else in the X Division. So. Yeah. When yeah. I was, good when job, I was, buddy. <laughs> when I was watching that match, like the one thing that popped into my head was how surreal it is to even still see Rob Van Dam's on television. Yeah. Why? And because it's like. It's just one of those people that I don't think I'll ever see a bad match from, or that bad of a match from, I should say. And it's like know. it's I, it's I've pretty seen cool bad matches of his. Yeah, I'm not saying like they're they're going to be terrible, but for the most part, they're really they're always on point. But now what's but okay? But what's next for the X division now? Kenny King's a champion. Who else he got? Right. I don't know, maybe it's time to retire the championship because it's going nowhere. You, you you can't. That's that's a that's like the statement. And when when do they TNA. air this? When I do they air? So. When do they air that one night only? Pay-per-view? May I believe? Which is to me that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, should. that's very. I don't understand that shit. Yeah, neither do I. Neither do I. Um, I mean, they're they're great concepts, but they're just don't tape them all at once. 
they're taping a few this month too. I think. Yeah. It's, they, yeah. Uh, um, it's not good. Yeah, the extravaganza is May third, and then the drum- and I think they're doing hardcore justice again. Really? Yeah. I, th- I believe so. With yeah, the ECW they're going to do guys. another hard hardcore uh, based. Uh, Themed event. Oh my god! Which is the, which is the ECW guys again? Yeah, just let it die. Come on, really, seriously. Well, I don't think Shane fucking Douglas. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think I, when they did that ECW pay per view the last time, it was terrible. Well, the first one that they did that ECW, I, I think that was terrible. That wasn't that. It was. There were some. I, I don't know. To me, it was just maybe it was the fact that I had to watch it with Jay Silva. Yeah, I'm just kidding. All right, well, let's continue on with Impact for this week. Uh, the teams for Lethal Lockdown are set. It's going to be Team TNA versus Team Aces and Eights. Uh, team uh, TNA is set. You're going to have Sting, James Storm, Brutus Magnus, Samoa Joe, and the returning Eric Young. Showtime, Eric Young. It's showtime. Okay, yeah, let, let's talk about that. I mean, the, the, oh, yeah, the way... Clever. That's your nickname. Yeah, the way that they introduced everybody on his team was just so... Lame, come on! Oh, yep. Uh, I'm sorry. What are you? What are you sorry for? You're an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm just really sorry. What are you sorry for? Then they cue James Storm's music. That was really lame. It, it uh, sounds. I, it's literally. It sounds like as if a fifth grader wrote it. Yeah. I, I sorry. Actually, no offense to whoever wrote it, but sorry. No. That's what, take offense to it because you're a shitty writer. No, I, I don't want to call people out though because I'm we don't know. Out, I'm calling no. out the writer that wrote that. You're a shitty writer. Stop. Because, seriously, if you think back to fifth grade. This is the exact same back and forth we went through. Yeah, you're a towel. No, you're a towel. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that Aces and Ace, he was just like, I forgot who it was. It was Anderson. It was like, all right, get get on with it. Get to your point. Come on. And I, I'm thinking, I'm like, yes, exactly. Get to your fucking point. Stop repeating yourself. And I am Dave the Rave is calling out that writer. Fuck you. I, Fuck I just think, you. I just think ultimately it's embarrassing for Sting now at this point. Yeah. Um. What was it? I for, I Talking my... about somebody that needs a retirement tour. Yeah, right. No, I, don't... It, I mean, Sting doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't need to retire right now. He still has it. Dude, he's got AARP. He's got, he might as well. Sting, do you think, Chris, do you think he still has it? Sting? Yeah. I mean, we've seen, only seen him in one aspect. In, 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 we've seen him go to WCW, and then we've seen him go to TNA. We haven't seen him anywhere else, whereas Jerry I, Lynn has been everywhere and no, anywhere. What do you feel think like my the, question was just now? That didn't no, answer my question. I feel like just because you still have it doesn't mean you should still wrestle. Yeah, yeah but it's not something you don't – you don't have to give it up if you if you if you suck. Like I understand if you suck, but – Sometimes it's time to just let it go. Let yeah. it go, Quetson. Just set let it go. Free. You set it free. Way to uh, misquote people. Yeah, That's so right. yeah, leave the lockdown coming up soon. Uh, we had a gut check this week with people that we've seen and familiar in other promotions or on other yeah. reality TV shows. Spicy boner. Spi- Dave. D- Dave did not come to. It was our buddy Mike's birthday on Thursday. By the way, late. Happy birthday! Shout out to Mike. Um, but anyway, Dave comes over. Like you know, we're like, oh, when's Dave going to be here? Dave shows up. It's like, Dave, oh, you're here. He's like, yep, I had to watch gut check match. Sorry. Gentlemen, start your boners. Yep, and Dave did. Name the movie. Um. Uh, oh man, American Pie. Nope. Oh, I know this. Oh fuck. I don't know. Gentlemen, start your boners. I don't know. What is it? Bachelor Party. It's from Bachelor Party, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but you had Evelise versus Lady Tapa. 
Yeah. So with, with that name, Lady Tapa, I thought it was like a, a UFC type gimmick. And then in the middle of the match, you'd be like, Bellator, Bellator UFC fighting is going to be on next. Check it out. Yeah, but apparently it's a Barbarian's niece. Yeah, and Ivelisse we've seen on Tough Enough. And we've also seen, apparently heard about in WWE Developmental. She got released NXT. and fired and quit. Yeah, quit as she well. Was, yeah, she was on NXT, Sofia Cortez. Oh, okay. She, okay, she, so she wasn't in... She was she was in all, uh, Tough Enough, right? Yeah, she was yeah. on. Yeah, same okay. one. She was in Tough Enough, and she was on uh, NXT. Yeah, but she is uh, one of the anti divas. Yeah, she uh, gets the win. I thought the- I thought the promos that they aired before this match were kind of weird because they both cried. Yeah, like what was the point? I don't understand what. Like, why were they crying? You're workers. Yeah, so you're I, not supposed I, to be. You're not supposed to be pussies. Come on. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't like. I think that if you want to get the crowd like hyped up and whatnot, you get them hyped up. You don't like bring them down into a oh, I sympathize with this wrestler. Oh, this one's crying too. I'm going to sympathize. Uh, sympathize it's actually, it's empathize, but sympathize. No, it's empathize. No, I'm sticking to sympathize. Whatever. We're, who's who's the English major here? Nobody. All right, regardless, hey, what are you kidding me? Regardless, that's one. Yeah, Ivelisse gets the win by. Uh, choking. I thought it was a decent match. Yeah, she gets the win out by uh, choking out Lady Tapa. I mean, she should put her in a full Nelson. Should have put her in a full Nelson, but that's just me. I'm, I'm excited. Like, I really think that uh, Ivelisse has a future with TNA. Good because their divas division is like yeah. lacking. And hopefully, hopefully she me. does. I really hope she does have a future with Impact Wrestling because I think there's a lot of wrestlers there that she could put on really good matches, like her versus Gal Kim. I think would be great. Yeah. yeah, but when was, like, I don't know. Well, I feel like now TNA has a new, like, breed of knockouts coming up. You have the Blossom Twins, you have T- uh, Taylor Hendricks, and then, you know, if Ivelisse gets signed to a TNA contract, you know, bring these guys up. Start maybe beating yeah. out the other ones. That's very that's very true. That's who, true. Are the, who are the other ones that you'd get a, get, uh, get off the television? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I would I like would Christy really Henry to have anybody. I think the one thing that they're missing is that dominating female. Yeah, and what? Seriously, now hey, you have all these women coming up. What the fuck are you doing with the, the knockout tag titles? Get rid of it. Yeah, no, I don't you, put them on, you put them on the box of twins. But that, they defended right, wait, wait. it. Yeah, there's nobody to. Yeah, I think it's pointless to have a tag team champ uh, tag team championship for them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's. let's I couldn't believe it. I was looking at TNAShop.com and they all had shirts already. Yeah, Blossom no, because twins, Rockstar, Spud, and Party Marty. Well, that, that's a, that's somebody I think they should revolve the X division around. It should be Rockstar Spud. I'm a yeah. big fan of his. Absolutely, you know me, rock and roll baby. Uh, okay, let's continue on. We made a video called "Where's Dave" a couple months back, so go on the YouTube page and watch that. But TNA <laughs> has been asking where AJ has been, so they went down to Mariana, Georgia, and found AJ Styles at his house with a beard and grown hair, and they wanted to ask him where he was, and he just kind of went off on his motorcycle. Do people actually just like stay up all day with bedhead? Yeah, I like that's the weirdest thing to me. I didn't brush my hair or comb my hair yesterday. Every- like even even when I like wake up and it's like late as late as anything could be, and I don't feel like doing anything that day, I still wet my hair and like put it in place. Or I you wet your bed too, so it doesn't really. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but it's because I'm dreaming about you. Wow. <laughs> creepy. That, that, that's, that's incest, buddy. Yeah, creepy. It's not incest. Asked cousin-ness. Yeah, I didn't say what I was dreaming about, though. I just said you. Where you, you were in it. You were naked, in the dream. thigh deep in tofu. See, this what is Chris's movie is that? Bush Nelson. What, what movie was that? Blue Steel. No, nah, that's... <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know what Blue Steel For is. what? We're dreaming of you, naked, thigh deep in tofu... 
No? All right. Is he lame? What is it? Biodome. Oh, yeah. oh, great movie, by the way. Oh, amazing movie. It's so good. Free Mahi Mahi. Free <laughs> Mahi Mahi. All right, continuing on. Let's get on to some more stuff going on. We saw the return of Jeff Hardy this week after, you know, them being in the UK and he can't be there because he's a convicted felon. My uh, opinion, it made Jeff Hardy look very weak. Yeah, absolutely. I totally they, agree. They kept building it up. Oh, Jeff Hardy was taken out by Ace and Eights with a hammer. A ball pin hammer. And it was Mike Knox a doing it. little, maybe... I don't know, eight inch hammer, hey, not a sledgehammer. Size doesn't inch- matter. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you're a professional wrestler and you get hit as bad as it looked when you got hit by a ball pin hammer, I, I could agree with that. That looks kind of make a big difference with wrestling. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, he was in the main event with uh, his opponent at Lethal Lockdown, Bully Ray, as they successfully defeated Bad Influence, Christopher Daniels, and Frank Kazarian, which, as I always say every single week, I think they're my favorite part of Impact Wrestling. Um, yeah, so that was the main event, but there was a bigger thing that happened at the end of Impact. Kurt Angle has been on this mission to take out Aces and Eights. He's been pretty much the, the forefront of taking out Aces and Eights. He's got a match against West Briscoe in a steel cage, a lockdown, and this week he went directly to the clubhouse of Aces and Eights to shake up things a little bit and cause some ruckus. Uh, by the way, props to Kurt Angle for wearing the Save Olympic Wrestling shirt, hopefully. You, you mean the guy from Blackout? What? Ruckus. Oh, yeah. Black G's or whatever his name was. Oh, there's two of them. There's Ruckus and Black G's, right? Yeah, Black G's and uh, Ruckus. Okay. Yeah, so Kurt Angle goes to the Aces and Eights Aces and Eights warehouse and takes tries to attack them, attacks the leader, and apparently he unmasked the leader of Aces and Eights. And you just go That was I'm sorry, that was the worst unmasking I've ever seen. Know, but... Seriously, the cameraman can't just move around the table no, blocking no, it. No, you can't because the table was there, it's blocking him. You can't oh, move yes, around. No, the table. that's completely acceptable. But but the way Kurt Angle was like he was Literally, he got unmasked. He goes, "What the hell, man? How could you do this to me?" And then he gets, "How could you do this?" And then he gets, "I wasn't, wasn't going to even heart, like go off on a, how bad his acting was during that, but that was pretty pathetic." Yeah. Well, then he gets attacked by Aces and Eights, and then go to we go to Bellator fighting. That, yeah. Then we yeah, saw. Oh like, my exactly god! They got nitroed. Uh, what, what do you mean they got nitroed? They got nitroed. They cut off. They were literally they were not finished, and they got cut off. And that I, I think that's. That shows I think WWE, they TNA. I think they were done. No, they did not. The, the fact that Impact ends with a uh, copyright logo every week and so long, stay tuned for this, just got cut off in the middle of Taz's sentence. Eh, whatever. It, it kind of shows to like the anarchy that was going around in the Aces and Aids locker room. But does this make you inquisitive now? Like, Do you think they're going to reveal the leader before uh, lockdown or do you think it's going to be at lockdown? Or do you think I it don't could be care. the week? Aces and Aids are so – Weak now. Well, who do you think it was, brother? I honestly, I don't think that. I don't even know. Was that the leader officially or no? I think so. Because these are one of these things that were like. I mean, a lot of people thought that Devon Dudley was the uh, leader. I have to give props to Devon, by the way. Looking with that, that he's got a pretty nice beard. And it's also speaking of nice beards, it's weird that I'm saying this, but Matt Morgan's got a pretty sick beard. Yeah, he had a little backstage promo with Sting. And he didn't want to be on Team TNA, but yeah, whatever. Well, we'll see. You know what? I, you know, it's kind of making me inquisitive. And whenever it sucks now because whenever Devon cuts a promo, I just keep thinking of Jay Silva just going. Yep. Ha, ha, yep. Ha, That's exactly. <laughs> he was speaking the other night, and all I heard was was Jay Silva saying that over and over again. I'm like, <laughs> like that, will that ending get you to turn tune into a pay per view? No, no. I, I'm, well, I'll tune into. I'm not going to buy it. I mean, I'll find exactly. a legal stream. 
Nothing. I feel like that, listen, that didn't really do anything for anybody. There's one time Impact Wrestling TNA got me to tune in. I should say two times because one time more recent was the the hardcore justice or whatever it was. And then the one time was for me to uh, try to find me on TV. I know. No, no, for for Impact pay-per-view, oh, okay. TNA pay-per-view. The only other time that I actually sat in my house by myself and watched it was when it was Sting and Christian That's a wrestling one. in the main event that, as a, a tag team. That wasn't recent, Brandon. No, but I'm, I'm not saying it was recent. I'm, that's how long ago it was. That made me want to tune in was Sting and Christian versus whoever they fought. Yeah. So yeah. – but yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, lockdown's a couple weeks away, so we still got to do predictions for that, and we'll see how it goes. So let's, you know, let's take a let's take a brief break, catch our thoughts, and let's get into some sports entertainment here on Marking Out. I'm Aaron Ashton from the New York Rangers, and you're listening to Marking Out. And welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. It's sports entertainment time, folks, and let's get on to SmackDown. I know we're releasing the show a little late, but we got to talk about SmackDown from last week as we do our goods and our bads. This SmackDown now is actually pretty good. What are you laughing at there, Brandon? Just the way you said, from last week, it kind of reminded me of Clark. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, uh, we'll get on to some goods first. You had a good Divas tag match with Caitlyn and Layla getting the W over Tamina and Oksana. No problems with this one here. Caitlyn is doing justice as the Divas champion. Uh, you also had The Miz defeating Cody Rhodes in a good match. No problems with that. After coming off of a solid street fight against Antonio Cesaro last Monday on Raw, it's good to see Miz picking up the W as injured as he was. Uh, the big storyline out of all of SmackDown has been Alberto Del Rio and Jack Swagger. And this week, Alberto Del Rio responded to the comments that Jack Swagger made saying that, you know, all these immigrants are coming out here and they're taking our jobs and this, that, and the other thing, and he's going to beat Alberto Del Rio at WrestleMania. And in true face fashion, Alberto Del Rio comes out and says that the nation was built on hardworking immigrants, this, that, and the other thing. He's going to beat him at WrestleMania, right? That's how he says it? Uh, yeah, close enough. <laughs> close enough, yeah. But then uh, your general manager comes out and sets up both uh, combat combatants at WrestleMania matches. By the way, I have to cut in. That was Santino. I just remembered. Oh, uh, okay. Well, he kind of sounds like him. I have to add a WrestleMania. Per- and add a Pero in there and stuff like that, you know. WrestleMania Pero. Yeah, there we go. Good. Uh, but Booker T comes in and sets up some matches for the evening. So, he- we got some matches this evening. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, I did not know the Shucky Ducky Quack Quack was actually a comedian. Like, he, it was a comedian's bit. Really? Who? What comedian? I don't remember his name, but he would get on stage and say, oh, shucky ducky, quack, quack. And that yeah. was like he was known for that. And then everybody and that's why nobody know. that's why we don't know who actually started that. Yeah, there we go. The one thing Dave chimes in on in SmackDown is fucking – Oh, yeah. Uh, you had Jack Swagger defeating Randy Orton, which was good. As we were always saying, we don't want to see Randy Orton win. But in typical heel fashion, the thumb to the eyes and the uh, feet on the ropes gets Jack Swagger the W. And then your main event of Alberto Del Rio defeats uh, Wade Barrett. Oh, by the way, the guy, the comedian's name was, was Shucky Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> he was on Def Jam, so. Every time fans. you laugh now, I think of that li- one listener that wrote in saying that your laugh Mutley. reminds him of his dog. No, not his dog, of Muttley. Yeah, Muttley the dog. Muttley the dog. You don't know Muttley? <laughs> 
And that was Brandon. Oh, actually. now I know from the what is it? That race show. It wasn't just wacky races, but it, I think yeah, it wacky was races. Just, yeah, it was Doctor. Uh, I don't know his name. I yeah. can't tell you. But yeah, so Alberto Dorio defeats the Intercontinental Champion. Both guys looking strong going into WrestleMania, but more importantly, going into Monday Night Raw from this week. Monday Night Nitro. Thank that you. That was pathetic. Let's rewind on that. Absolutely not. Listen, you should you should be let, paying attention to cues, Brandon, instead of looking. I up was I was African American comedians. Bullshit. You, you're too busy YouTubing Chucky Ducky. Yeah, it's not Chucky Ducky. It's Chucky Ducky. I don't give no shit. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to wait and hear how long it would be before somebody spoke. Yeah, the covering your own ass there, Brandon. Yeah. No, I, why would I I'm, make that up? Why would I make? What did you say, Dave? Good with that. Oh, I thought you said B B F T. Yeah, B T B two T G. No B F T. You know, like the. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about either. But let's go to the bads first because there's a lot of really goods and a lot of goods that we're going to spend a lot of time on. Um, bads, you have great uh, Mark Henry defeating Great Kali. Why do we keep seeing this match? All right. Rant time. Why the fuck are we using Mark Henry in this position? Okay, I get it. One week, we'll feature it on SmackDown, show that he could do the world's greatest slam, uh, strongest slam on Kali. Sure, pe- some people didn't see it to the full amount of audience, so we'll put it on Raw. Monday we'll have- Night Nitro. Fuck Shut you, the fuck up. So we have it there. And then we're going to continue with it? Why? There's no point. Mark Henry's coming in with the full head of steam, and this is how you're using him. It's so just fucked up. I agree. I agree, Brandon. Uh, Dave. All right. (laughs) I'll take credit. Yeah, no, no. Dave gets all the credit on that one. All right. So the other bad, Seamus' Oscar snubs, which was pretty much just him bashing Wade Barrett and being in this new movie. Pretty much promotional thing for Dead Man Down. Another. I thought it it was funny just for the simple fact that it it points out that Wade Barrett's not a star of the movie. None of the stars are. For that reason? What? You like it for that reason. I said I thought it was funny. Okay, I think that was pretty awful. Why yeah, are you I getting? Agree. I feel like that just pu- pushes down. You're trying to build up your champion, and that just gives it a little bit of a knock. No, I I agree personally, and especially because it's an intercontinental champion. You're trying to build them up. Okay, maybe they're doing overdoing it a little bit too much with the movie and with uh, Wade Barrett's in, um, place in the movie. But the fact that you're, you have Seamus go out there and start belittling him, I thought it was pretty – because let's face it. Wade Barrett's not going to pick up a W over Seamus anytime soon. Absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. I, you know, I just thought it was bad. I thought it was just stupid. I could fast forwarded through this. And I think Booker T and Goldust did it better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because Goldust had a Hollywood-like gimmick to him. All right. Uh, we have one – okay, yeah. We have one middle – from this week, we have uh, Sheamus and Randy Orton being confronted by the Shield. Well, it was more of the Shield coming out, cutting an amazing promo as they always do, because these guys, three guys, are very good on the microphone, especially with them kind of feeding off each other in promos. Do you guys agree? Right. Yeah, I, I agree with yeah. that. But then Sheamus comes out, and then Randy Orton comes from behind and RKO Seth Rollins. And yeah. to me, I, this this whole Shield and Randy Orton and Sheamus thing. It, to me, it's turning into a WWE SmackDown vs. Raw storyline. Why, is going to be bragging right soon? The Shield team no, 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 no. Why? Who's SmackDown vs. No, Raw? Like? Shut up and listen to me. Not a WWE, WWE SmackDown vs. Raw, the video game. Yes. Which one? That's what it reminds me of. Oh, okay. Like the, Why? Like, 
because it's just like writing that you would never get on TV yet here we are getting on TV and it's just like it it just looks like repetitive over and over again repetitiveness I think that is pretty it's starting to get a little bit bad because the shield hasn't really been on top of any of these guys anytime soon I think the last time they were really uh, was at Elimination Chamber when they came out with the victory. No, but they I, got a, They had two victories on Raw. Like, no, last week on Raw, they picked up a win on Jericho, Ryback, and Sheamus. That's right. true. So. I don't know. It feels like, but whenever they cut a promo, it feels like Sheamus and Orton are getting the uh, upper hand on them. I, okay, but they may be getting the upper hand in promos, but, you know, it, it, to the end of the day, it comes down to a fight. And but that's the, the thing. I, I want to see, after one of the promos, have Orton and Sheamus do that, but then have the shield pa- triple power bound them through a table or something. We've been seeing that's that. Just that as well, though. That's too. That's too much. Like we. Yeah, seen. but no, no. What I'm saying is that you need something like that just in between them to separate the promos where Sheamus and Orton do get the upper hand. You need something in between there to separate uh, those two. Um, I don't know. Well, you know, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about the show a little bit more later in the show. But you know, maybe next week on Monday Night Raw, you see, you know, the shield go up. You know, it's, it's, it's a back and forth, you know, you win some, you lose some, but at the end of the day, it comes down to who wins the match itself. Yeah, but, um, like, that's the thing. I'm not talking, like, I don't mean to talk about the match. I'm talking about promo-wise. And yeah. Who looks who look stronger going into a match? Yes, that's, yes. Okay, all right, okay. Let's get on to goods, because there was a shitload of goods this week on Monday Night Raw. Um, you start the show off for, versus, uh, Paul Heyman's supposed to be in a fight against Vince McMahon. Uh, looked like, you know, this was a fight. Paul Heyman about to use the crotch. Everyone's supposed to get all crazy. And who comes out? Brock Lesnar. Uh, well, before we go on, I love how they did use the crutch. Yeah, no, I agree. What? Yeah, it was very clutch of them. Uh, yeah. I thought that Vince McMahon, when he smashed Paul Heyman right over the back, I thought that was pretty cool. I like no, how he Paul called Heyman, the ultimate fighter. Wait, Paul Heyman smashed Vince McMahon over the back first. Yeah. No? yeah he hit him first, but then Vince McMahon hit him back. And I, thought, I think – I, I think like it was stupid for Vince, though, because what? Vince. I think it was stupid for Vince. Vince challenged Paul Heyman to a fight and showed up in in a suit, a really nice suit. Well, he's on a, he's on crutches. You think he's gonna fight him? Uh, I've seen people fight on crutches hey, before. Listen, he, he's he Vince McMahon is a fucking bowus. Okay, Who, he Jimmy. Can, what? Jimmy. Who's Jimmy's Jimmy? fought on crutches. Who's Jimmy? Oh, Jimmy from South Park. All right. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, that joke no. went flat. But yeah, no, Vince McMahon is a fucking ballast, so uh, he do, can do fight. Do I have to the- repeat the punchline like Jay Silva? Yes. <laughs> I like how David called me and told me that about from last week's show when <clears throat> Jay Silva was, was breaking up and we couldn't really hear him. And he was telling a joke and he repeated the punchline. Oh, yeah. And no, we heard the punchline. No, we didn't hear show. the setup. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, so Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon, Paul Heyman into a fight. Brock Lesnar then comes out. Looks like he's going to start attacking Vince McMahon. And then we see the return of Triple H. I know everybody was like, oh, and I think I called this exact promo. Nope. And Oh, okay, yeah, I called it. Uh, uh, there was a couple things that were wrong. Dave actually I, listened to the show last week. Yeah, I, I was going to, I meant to tell you that he did not come out in a suit and tie. Who? Uh, Triple H. I didn't see you. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Had, oh, that was the one thing. Oh, my God. Not a suit and tie, but that was it. That's Everything else you were right on. 
They had a new shirt to sell on WWShop.com. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, everything else you were correct with. Yeah. So Triple H comes out, and this just gets violence. Like, we haven't seen this violence in a while. Yeah, but, since May of last year. Yeah, but no, it got even worse. The fact that fucking Brock Lesnar eats that eats that uh, pole, and it was just gushing blood. <laughs> At first, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out which hit he really cut himself on. Yeah. But it, it was all that initial... Going into the turnbuckle, it was all that one blow. Yeah, it was. Just- I hate how every time there's like major blood like that, someone's like, "Oh my god, the PG era is not anymore." It's like, yeah, it is. I'm biting my tongue right now. Um, Why? Don't bite it. No, I I have to because it, it'll be safe for later in the show. Um, okay. Yeah. You're going to want to hear this, Montreal Brusky. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, it just got brutal, and this is kind of like the setup for WrestleMania. Now, one of, while at the bar, uh, a bandmate of Chris's... My drummer, John. Uh, yeah. Like, drummer, give him fucking what's, credit. Drummer, John? Yeah, drummer, John. That's, Fitz, that's his Roy. official name. Fitzroy. Fitzroy? Yes. All right, let's go with Fitzroy. Fitzroy was saying how, with all the initial blood and everything from this, uh, this uh, I don't know, battle, did they set the bar a little bit too high for future match at WrestleMania. There was just so much blood, so much hype from that and everything like that. How are they going to compete with that at WrestleMania? But it's not like it's not like Triple H and Brock Lesnar chose for there to be blood. Yeah. Exactly, but it just it just unintentionally it happened. Now they have to one up that blood spot. Listen, How to me it? they already have to one up themselves from Extreme Rules or whatever it was. Not Summer Extreme Slam. Rules. Yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah, but now you have to one-up that SummerSlam match, and you have to one-up this blood spot that everybody was talking about. I don't know. Gesundheit, but I don't think— No one heard that. Bless. No one heard that. We heard it. Yeah. All right, but keep on going. All right. So, Chris, how do you feel about that? Excuse me. Hold on. (laughs) Um, You know what? As much as everybody was so down on seeing Triple H versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, that blood spot— brought everybody into this and got everybody hyped up for this match. How, how do you think how do you feel first, that they're going to one-up it? Can I finish? I don't think, you know what, I do not think they're going to one-up it, but now that blood spot and the brutality of that opening promo makes people want to see this match now. Because they're, they're going to rem- they're going to WWE is going to force feed it down your throat saying, "Hey, look what happened. Blood." 18 staples, Brock Lesnar, Triple H. This hypes it up now. This gives it something – this gives it legs going for the next five weeks into WrestleMania. Yeah, we, we literally – we have one, two, three, four, five weeks until WrestleMania. Thanks. I and, just said that, Brandon. No, and but I'm going to say like we're going to have those five you weeks. You say what Chris says? No, we're going to have those five weeks, 10-minute promo video. Here's Brock, here's Triple H, here's Brock, here's Triple H. It's going to remind you of how awesome – because at the end of the year, we're going to be talking about that spot. I don't I don't like that. I didn't like the whole – to me, I don't want to see that match. It's going to happen. I'm going to be happy to see it regardless. That's why don't you want to see that match so much? Like why are you so against the return of Triple H? Triple H is the most boring wrestler to me right now that there could ever be. And it's because we were – he was so – like I said, and I don't know how to say this another way. He was shoved down our throats back in 2003 or four. So pretty much – So much. It's like – So because same, of something that happened uh, 10 years ago. It's the it's, same thing that we had with Randy Orton though. It's the exact same thing except Triple H has been around longer now. Go. I don't know. And he just keeps on keeping on. Oh. 
Way to go. I'm I, sorry. I, I got to disagree. I, no, I don't. I don't uh, agree with Brandon at all either. I th- I'm I'm actually pretty. I, you know, last week we were like we we're going to see Brock Lesnar versus Triple H. Now we're going to see Brock Lesnar versus Triple H. Like, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think. All right, it's Brandon. Like, you know what? You're entitled to your opinion. Fuck off. Um, all right. <laughs> continue. That's not funny because you you guys said the same exact thing last year with WrestleMania. Okay. About Undertaker and Triple H. So it's. So, I know, but then Undertaker and Triple H got set up with one week. Yeah, but even. Awful. But even so, if they if they had a promo like this, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's Triple H and Undertaker three. No, I wouldn't because they both debuted on the same night where everybody was anticipating Undertaker's yeah, return. That, that was a problem saying, with that. I'm saying if that were to have happened, where they did the same setup like this with Brock Lesnar and Triple H, where they both returned on the same night, and they Brock had Lesnar five and Triple weeks H didn't WrestleMania. Re- Brock Lesnar and Triple H didn't return on the same night. Brock Lesnar came out two weeks ago. Yeah, but. Uh, but we haven't ago. seen him since he injured Vince McMahon. That's no, it's completely different. No, we I did. Don't... We saw him the week after on Miz TV, so Bam roasted on that. All right, moving on. Yeah, let's, let's going to yeah, go into it forever. Yeah, this is, yeah, is going to get everybody angry. Uh, CM Punk, before his match with John Cena later that night, cuts an amazing promo declaring himself God. I actually asked my rabbi, and he agrees. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, yeah, that's all we got to say about that. Enough said. Dave's rabbi agrees. Agrees. All right. Good. Uh, Miz TV, another good spot with uh, Jack Swagger, Alberto Del Rio, Zeb Coulter, Ricardo Rodriguez. Zeb Coulter needs his own shirt. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, Barbershop Window made a a, a Coulter to uh, 2016 shirt. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So it was good. I thought it was a good spot. I mean, I like the fact that Zeb Coulter, something that we didn't even speak about last week, uh, called out Glenn Beck. This is something we didn't even touch on last week, the fact that you know Glenn Beck yeah. referred to everybody as stupid wrestling people. Well, it came out right after you guys did it, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, later that day. Yeah, it came out like then, and then that one promo that him and Swagger did, where they, you know, like where they completely broke kayfabe, came out like Saturday morning, I think. No, it came out Friday night. Friday late, all right, yeah, Friday yeah. night. But, yeah, no, it, you know what? Fuck Glenn Beck. I, mean, I know nothing about politics, but he just yeah. To say to go out and say that all wrestling fans are stupid, go fuck yourself. Yeah, there are stupid wrestling fans out there. Yeah, but, but we're not all stupid wrestling. Fans. We ain't that. They're stupid wrestling people. <laughs> Brandon, maybe, but you know. Yeah, I, I feel like every all wrestling fans get grouped in with like. Like uh, South like, Park did it the best, honestly. Yes, you just go to South Park. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, enough said. Enough said. All right, on that. But yeah, good promo. Afterwards, the Miz gets attacked by Jack Swagger, leaving the ring, and that sets up their match for the later in the night with Jack Swagger getting a win over the Miz. Like we didn't expect that, but yeah, no, we didn't expect that. I, um, I kind of found this match as a squash match as well. Yeah, no, it, it totally was. I totally agree with you. Uh, Randy Orton getting a win over Antonio Cesaro. Um, the match itself, I really can't recollect anything off of it, but the fact that they had that really cool RKO spot at the end, that's. I feel it. like it's come expected of Randy Orton now, where he's always going to have a spot like that in one of his matches. We haven't seen like one of those. Like, yeah, I don't think it's like one of every single match of his, but. We, I mean, we can expect the RKO to come out of nowhere, but the fact that he went off like the middle rope and then just hit the RKO, that was cool to me. That, yeah, I think it was, a, it it was a cool spot. Yeah. I think THQ really hit hit it on the nose with the catching finishers. You know, you want to, since we're talking about THQ, can we just really touch on it really quickly, the fact that now WWE 14 is going to be produced by 2K Entertainment? Yeah. Who's 2K Entertainment? They do. Like 2K Sports? 2K Sports, like, like 2K NBA sports. 2K. I thought that was ESPN. No, ESPN is not. Anything. Yeah, ESPN is 2K. No, uh, no, I don't think so. 
That would that would mean Disney's producing it, and that's not. Yeah, no, Disney's not producing it. I don't know. My my, I think my video game, my NHL two K whatever is ESPN. Well, it's probably well, endorsed by ESPN. All right, maybe yeah, that's it. Yeah, then. but two K Sports is taking it over. Apparently, they have the same kind of people. Hopefully, working. I'm hoping it'll be like WWE 13 yeah. type controls. I know a lot. It's split. It's always going to be split. People want a game built up from the beginning. People want a same game. I'm I want a same game because it's a great it's it is a great game I think what thirteen yeah oh, 13's, so I mean it's great the whole the whole franchise as a whole series I think is a great series yeah but we we've also said it so many times that they don't need a new video game all they have to do is come out with updates yeah but you but know that's what? something that they wouldn't do and I and honestly I would spend I would spend fifty dollars for another update but it's like. Every sports game, you get a new sports game every single year, right? You know, MLB The Show is coming out. Apparently, they've upgraded that, and it's good. Who, who knows if NHL will, right? Yeah. Well, I no, it came out already. Yeah, well, I mean, come, for next year. Yeah, they'll come out with a game next year. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't they? Yeah. I don't know. The lockout. So? So? They made one the last year. The not in progress anymore. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So, continuing on, hopefully, we're looking forward to WWE 14. Uh, more goods. You have the hell, uh, Team Hell No defeating the primetime players, but there was a gimmick involved with this match. Uh, Kane was blo- Kane had one hand tied behind his back, and Daniel Bryan was blindfolded. And I, good, Dave. I, I felt like the Daniel Bryan aspect, where he was looking around the ring, getting the crowd kind of involved with the yes, 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 really reminded me of Rick Martel versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Great match. And I, I was a big fan of that. Yeah, I liked it too. And, you know, apparently the dirt sheet's reporting that Darren Young's going to be out. Yeah. yeah. They but, said that he's supposed to be out with, I think, a knee injury until October. Yeah. But I, so like, I, I like how as soon as as soon as soon Raw was over, Derek, Derek Young was like, nope, not. Darren Young. Uh, yeah, Darren. I don't know why I said Derek. <laughs> yeah, Darren Young's like, yeah, well, clearly that's not true. I yeah, don't know. Hashtag I, ain't I, nobody got time for that. Yeah, he can, be, he can be wrestling through an injury. Yeah, it's funny I when I when I said Derek Young, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, it was. Oh, I said Derek because De- Eric Young, I think. Oh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I, I definitely think it's possible that he could be working through an injury, and but he just wants to get through WrestleMania season, get yeah, that big payday, and, and everybody loves WrestleMania season. Watch yeah. right, right after WrestleMania, he's going to take off to get surgery, something to luck, and be out maybe till Royal Rumble. Yeah, but you know what? It builds up Titus O'Neil. I love Titus O'Neil. I think he's great. I think he's hysterical. I think he could really do big things within like what, a, a mid card division. What do you build him up with as a comedic character that he is kind of now, or do you make him more serious? Comedic, but keeping a comes you know, comedic promo wise, but in the ring he's old business. So kind he, of like how he is now, and just yeah. maintain that. Yeah, but okay. you know, amplified a little bit more. Who and, who's Ezekiel Jackson? Exactly. Um, continuing on, we have our main event of the evening. Big stakes here, ladies and gentlemen. John Cena versus CM Punk for the number one contendership. The winner will be facing off against Rock at WrestleMania. I love the fact that they show this like hype promo for it, and they show like the, the screen cap for WrestleMania, and it has the old WWE title. And then after the match, you see the new WWE title. Um, this match, to me, right now, is match of the year. That's I don't think you- that there's a wrestling fan out there that would disagree. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of candidates for match of the year, as we've already spoken about early on the show. But this is match of the year. The Actually, false- I've, had, I've had a few people tweet and write on our Facebook saying that they feel like it's not match of the year and whatnot. And they're just hating on it at times. I 
I just don't understand how it's kind of like that thing. Haters are going to hate. And slaters are going to well, slay. I think I, I believe it's a match of the year candidate. It's not a match of the year for me, though. What is the, what's your match of the year? Lance Storm and Lance, Yeah. No, I'm, I, you know, as much as that as great as that match was, I Did think. Did you see it yet? Yes, I have seen it. It was great. Epic legend. Wait for it, Derry. Um, but this this takes a cake, man. Especially the crowd too was so into it. Now all the false finishes. A fucking pile driver. Pile driver, ladies and gentlemen. There the was pile, a pile driver was fucking sick. Especially for the fact that it was pretty much kind of a stalling pile driver. Yeah. Everybody and even Michael Cole was marking the fuck out for the pile driver. He's like a pile driver. Do you bring Do you bring it back in now? No, you don't. What you can't. Because the way that the epicness of it, John Cena kicked out of a fucking pile driver. This move has been banned. You can't you can't touch that now. Which you, is more of a reason why CM Punk should have this in this move set. I feel like he's he's trustworthy enough to not botch a pile driver. He and if, he's, like, if he's trustworthy enough for that, I would love 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 to see the Pepsi plunge. Yeah, and that's that not happening. Sucks that we will never ever see that. Yeah, well, it's because of Triple H. Yeah, um, I mean you don't know it's because of him. But come on, the sit down, uh, the sit down power bomb by uh, Cena was really cool too. Yeah, the Batista yeah, bomb. The, the, the Batista bomb trended on Twitter. Yeah, really? I, I thought it was good. You know, how did I, you like that Huracurana at the end? The Cena can't runa. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I liked it. You know, what? He, I was, he doesn't he doesn't do it correctly though. But it's still exactly. it's a version of a Huracurana. When did you ever That's, see John Cena do a Hurricane Rana? He's done TLC. He did it against uh, Dolph Ziggler, I think. Yeah, he did it at TLC. I know that. I, that. I loved it. I, was just I like, actually agree with Brandon with how he said – he mentioned that it's a Cena version. Like he gets up there and does it, but like the follow-through the follow through is kind of like weak. That's it, it. it doesn't – because it looks – to me, every time he does it, it looks like a botch. But if he does it like that every single time, it's not going to look like a botch. I am so happy that you say that because I agree with you 100%. I feel like it's his modified like Cena, Cena Rama or whatnot. Cena can't Rana. Yeah, I, I feel like it's exactly that. I don't think it's a botch. I think he's intentionally going down like that because, I mean, obviously if he's not intentionally going down like that, he'd land on his head. Yeah. I, uh... He's ducking under and rolling through. I feel like it's his version. Yeah, and after that, and a Cena bomb, I mean, uh, uh, attitude adjustment, uh, we have a definite number one contender for the WWE Championship. It's going to be John Cena versus Rock to greatness versus redemption. And this is this is big for John Cena, because when was the last time John Cena beat CM Punk? Has he ever beaten CM Punk? We yeah. don't know. Well, I mean, well, we got, he, <laughs> it hasn't been done in a while, but this is this is big for him to, you know, exhume this or get this monkey off of his back to now uh, beating beating CM Punk in a very high stakes match. The, the, John Cena could be on a, a roll right now. Yeah, I mean, for the longest time, CM Punk has been twisting John Cena's nipples, so it's a good thing that we're getting Listen, off. Listen, I'm not match. the one, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not the one that's making twisting nipples references. Okay. Yeah. Just so you know. But yeah, no. Great Hashtag match. Hashtag Brandon loves nipples. We have to bring sure. back Brandon likes fisting. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon likes fisting. Kind of like died down. It yeah. kind of fizzled out. <laughs> all right. That was, that was all right. We we were gonna even make a, a Brandon likes fisting shirt. Hopefully, it'll still come back, or maybe we'll do like a limited quantity. But yeah, guys, like two. Yeah, like two for us because no <laughs> one wants to fucking buy market out T-shirts. Um, all right, so yeah, great Monday Night Raw, great you know lead up to Monday 
uh, to WrestleMania by having... You know the one thing that, that pissed me off, though, about Raw? is the fact that The Rock, A, wasn't there. You debut this new WWE championship. You want to see it smeared all over Monday Night Raw. And the only time you see it is that fucking Mark in the front row that spent the $500 to buy it, probably <laughs> at the show. I, yeah. I don't mind that he was not there. Especially because I feel like if he was there, it would take out a lo- take away from the main focus of Raw. I yeah. think WrestleMania I mean, the only thing season. that I can see is after that match, if he appeared on the stage and did a little stare down, but that's it. That's what I've, I would have liked. But the fact that he yeah. wasn't there and you saw it, you see a tweet on the screen is a little, you know, as, as your WWE champion, it's WrestleMania season. You should be there every single Raw. I don't care if you're making right. movies or not. They put the title on you for a reason to make millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. I, think, I think it was a reality show this time, though. That he was filming. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. All right, let's get on to the reason why we were recording this late. Actually, no, because I had to watch my three-year-old niece yesterday. SmackDown, which was social media SmackDown. Uh, Let's start off with the bads, because I'm going to call this a bad. Because the fact that it's social media SmackDown, and yet you do not have the man that pretty much revolutionized social media in the WWE. That being Mr. Long Island, Isaiah Zachariah. The only time you have him is during the promo video. I think that sucks. That's terrible. Uh, I'm going to say this. The three people that were always incredible with social media from the start, one, you had Shane Helms, two, you had Matt Hardy, and three, to bring it mainstream for WWE, you had Zack Ryder. Yeah. And to have this social media smackdown without Zack Ryder, just a promo video and maybe a name mentioned from Fondango. I I still don't get those references, though. Why Hurricane, though? Yeah. Dude, he was on board since MySpace era. Yeah, everybody was on board. I was on board since MySpace era. Yeah, but Hurricane really, really did it in. I guarantee you, if you go, I feel like he did it just as much as anybody else. No, no way, no one hundred percent way. And I guarantee you, there's people out there that got to agree with that. Okay, but you know what? On the the large scale of it. Zack Ryder pretty much revolutionized, really made a change in social media in the WWE. It wasn't Hurricane Helms. It wasn't. Right, no, that's what I'm saying. And, neither, and, and it doesn't matter, Matt Hardy. Now, neither for, of these guys are employed right now at the WWE. Right. So for on, right the, now, on, on the Zack w- Ryder did it. Okay, fine. Uh, let's, get, let's get to the middles then. Antonio Cesaro defeated Mi- The Miz for the United States title in a two out of three falls match. I like the match itself. I thought it was very good, but I would have rather seen a two out of three falls, put some legs, put a storyline behind this, and make the build this up for WrestleMania. This would have been a great undercard match. I, I'm not a fan of this, but it's just because I feel like we've we've seen this match on the pre-card before and on the legit pay-per-views before. I am not a fan of it because I feel like it's a car running on empty right now. Because you're having a few, you're oh, having Cesaro versus me. Randy Orton, Cesaro versus this guy and that guy. Then you also having Miz versus Swagger and stuff. So it's not like a legit feud where they're interfering with each other's matches. They're not going back and forth every single week. And I just feel like because of that, it's really slowing it down and taking a lot away from it. Wait, so if it was Cesaro versus Miz every single week, you'd be okay with it? No. Well, of you, you course, know, he's going to run out. You know, you want some backstage promos, maybe get him a brawl backstage or something like that. Yeah, you know, but we've, we've, we've been seeing this. Not a solidified feud for me. Well, you know, as I said, we have five weeks till WrestleMania. Maybe they do something else with these guys on the card. But who knows? We don't know. Cause maybe not- maybe Zack Ryder gets into the match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One could I- hope. Uh, you have your main event of the evening, which we're continuing in the middles. Uh, Randy Orton defeats the big show via disqualification because the Shield interferes. So, I mean, Randy Orton getting a win. I mean, the match itself was good. I mean, I like the Shield interference, but the bigger point is the Big Show knocks them out. And then Sheamus comes out and Bro kicks the Big Show. 
Seamus, get your get. Just stay in the back. Just get your white ass off my TV. Seriously, just stay in the back. I hate that Seamus is all over every every single uh, feud and every single storyline. Seamus is involved. Yeah, no, I I agree. All right, but, well, that's why that's why I said it's like a video game. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get on to the goods then. Uh, Fandango. We Brandon mentioned him briefly. Fandango made his debut this week. Was supposed to compete. But he didn't want to because uh, Match Tracker couldn't get his name right. Fun done go. No, Dave, Dave, you, you, I I like this problem because you think yeah, I was telling Brandon this before the show started. You think he's gonna be like gives it like Spanish like dancing accent, but he's just a white dude. He's just over amplifies his name. He's like no, you gotta you gotta go on the A's more. You're, you're holding two up in the end. I thought it was funny, and the fact that he just left it was it was even funnier. I'm kind I've, of in, I, I'm intrigued to see how his dance moves are because apparently they're hiring like legit dancers to go with him to the ring. So I want to see how that this plays out. Well, that's what they did for Hawkins and Rex when they were going to make them the like the magic mics. They hired like yeah. legit dancers for them. I, well, I mean, there was that. a dancer. There was a dancer with uh, Fandango this week too. So yeah, that's wait, 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 I want to see how they like the dance moves to the ring or something. Yeah, no. Apparently, like on on like house shows and stuff like that, they have them like they have like the uh, the that small tron underneath like lit up like all white, and his silhouette's like dancing by himself, and then he comes to the ring, <laughs> which is which is cool, which is great for me. I mean, I like it. I'm 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 fine. I'm happy they finally getting rid of these promos and putting them on TV. So I hope- think I think for when he needs to, when he was actually cutting his promo, he was looking straight to the to the left. He was. I think instead of doing that, he should be looking down into the like to the side, back into the left. Anything because it kind of just looked like he was blatantly reading a promo. Eh, whatever. I, so I, I liked it. I liked it. You're you're just overanalyzing things. No, no, yeah. I, I, I like good promo. Yeah. I like the promo. I just think if it's like, I don't know, it just looked too much as if he was reading it. Yeah. Jeez, Brandon, was his hair uneven? Actually, yeah, his hair is uneven. Yeah. <laughs> He's got that one little strand. Oh, my God. The one strand that Brandon's probably when he makes Fandango in uh, WWE 13. He's going to add in there with <laughs> creative uh, paint tools. First you know of all, Jeff Hardy has if the I, haircut. If I created him in No Mercy, he would have it. Yeah, Jeff Hardy's hair. Yeah. Jeff Hardy has the haircut in this, too. Except it's shorter than that. Okay. But in, in, w, in No Mercy, you can change the back ends of the hairs, right? Uh, Yes. No. Yes. No, the front. <laughs> Well, no, like the front like and the, the back area, and then the rest. Yeah, so there you go. Are we done? Yeah, why not? Okay, <laughs> let's continue on. More goods. JR interviews Jack Swagger and Zip Coulter, uh, calling him a real American. This turns totally around because they th- they think JR is a sympathizer, which then has Alberto Del Rio coming out and making the save because it looks like JR was about to get fucked up. I'm telling you, they're doing they're doing all the right things to, for me with this whole Alberto Del Rio Zip Coulter. Uh, angle is but, it enough to hold over till wrestlemania though absolutely yeah they're building it up all week, week after week i'm more excited right now to see zeb coulter jack swagger alberto del rio wrestlemania than i am for because more people are talking about that than they're talking about john cena and the rock yeah I don't, because it's because it got mainstream yeah yeah I, I don't know about if i'm excited for the matchup itself well the hype is really hyping me up yeah i'm, I'm more excited to hear the promos going back and forth as opposed to the match yeah i agree and 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 dutch mantel is just genius on the microphone 
Yeah, he's he, good times. Funny. He, he is good times. So Alberto Dorio makes the save. What else we got? Good. Oh, primetime players. After losing to Team Hell No on Monday, this this time get uh, defeat Team Hell No, and the roles were reversed. This time Kane has, is blindfolded, and Daniel Bryan has one arm tied behind his back. I, I love the 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 blindfold that Daniel Bryan gave to Kane with the goat face on it. And Kane had no idea until after the match. I thought it was. I, I I liked it. I thought it was funny, and then it shows you too that Daniel Bryan can wrestle with one arm tied behind his back and wrestle very well. I thought we were going to see more of that from the match, but unfortunately, we didn't get to. So yeah. are we going to? Are we going to be? Is it inevitable that we're going to see Daniel Bryan versus Kane at WrestleMania? Well, we can't say everything for positive, but well, I mean, what what do you guys think? Do you think that's what we're leading up to? As it looks, I don't know. They let. Oh, sorry, Chris. Go. No, you can go, Brandon. It's fine. I was gonna say that they let a tweet on social media SmackDown go saying uh, we're we're probably gonna see Daniel Bryan versus Kane at WrestleMania 29. So that to me, I don't know why they would do that if the match is actually gonna take place. So did, I don't know. Did you see they were both featured uh, on the buses as well. Yeah, it's it's Triple H, Lesnar, Rock, Cena. Yeah. And that's why I, I really think that that's where leading up. I, I don't think that – I think it's very possible that they could remain tag team champions when they face each other as like two. Yeah, obviously I could see that happening as well, but I hope yeah. And if, if we don't have uh, Team Hell No in a tag team contest, then I hopefully we have a four-way for the number one contendership. Yeah, very true. Yeah, because the primetime player is especially getting a big win – over Team Hell No on SmackDown, you can kind of put these guys in the running. Maybe you can make them the number one contenders because there's really no set Again? cut. Yeah, there's really no set cut number one contender right now for the Usos. They deserve it. I know, but what yeah. have they done the past couple of weeks? Have they beaten Hell No? Hell No, no they haven't. No, they, 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 they lost on Saturday Morning Slam. To Sweet Tea and uh, Brodus Clay. Is that what they're being called or what? No, Brodus, they changed Hensai's name to Sweet Tea. Really? Yeah. By the way, that reminds me that I think – do you think Fandango is going to turn into a Tenside type of thing where – No. He, no, no. Let me finish. What the fuck? <laughs> where Tenside yeah, for the so, longest time – Yeah, all this cursing, Brandon. Yeah, well, what the hell, man? Well, I'm not going to curse for, for the longest time, Tenside was supposed to debut with Johnny Ace and everything and then they just kept pushing it back. I don't know why it took long to say that. Imagine, it's like, they, a ki- imagine it's like a Kiz Arnie thing. Fandango debuts next week released – I hope that's not true. Yeah, I like I, I'm still pissed that they released Kazarni because I love <laughs> the that. promos. What? The, not even the promos though. The promos were excellent, but his ring style. We've never seen something like that before, and I really, I really wish they gave Kazarni a shot that he deserved. But so do I. I, I agree. I agree. All right, last uh, last good for the day is uh, Dolph Ziggler and Alberto Del Rio is announced last week after a Twitter poll on social media SmackDown. That was pretty much the only thing they had social media wise. I mean, they had Chris Jericho Skype in to talk about you know stuff, but yeah. this is the. And I don't think I don't think for most for the most part I don't think the commentary team was live. I think they were. I mean, I don't think they were taped on SmackDown. I think they were live in the studio. Why were they commenting on the tweets that were coming in? Uh, wait, say that again. Why were they commenting on commentating on the tweets that were coming in? No, not really. They're like, "Hey, look at these tweets at the bottom," and no, then but, like, there yeah, a but they were things. saying like, "Oh, this is such and such is trending worldwide right now." Like, yeah, there were but anybody points- could say. I mean, Bully Ray said that he's trended worldwide while taping while on tapings of Impact. Right. 
I don't Doritos. know. To me, to me, it looked like there were obvious points where they were on camera, where they were showing that they were speaking. But there were other parts where I, I think where they were shown where they weren't speaking and there was audio being heard. So I don't know. Yeah. So well, we, hey, it could it could we could be right, we could be wrong. Who knows? All right. So next week we'll see Alberto Dorio versus Dolph Ziggler. Do you think he'll try to cash in? Do you want him to cash in? I'm I'm fine if he does. Fine because I'm fine with Dolph Ziggler as champion. You're fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm so fine. I'm fine with seeing also Ziggler versus Swagger at WrestleMania, or even with Del Rio in there too. But that ruins the whole angle they have going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll introduce a three-way. I mean, everyone. Yeah, you can always just know. do the three-way. It's WrestleMania. We don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, a lot can change in five weeks. So yeah. So that was a lot of so, that was a lot of sports entertainment for this week. Speaking uh, speaking of, uh, we don't know. We do know the next inductee to the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Thank you for reminding that because I totally forgot about it. Is uh, Donald Trump? Now yeah. everyone, I'm going to say this. Everyone complains and shits all over it for the fact that. How do you have celebrities in the Hall of Fame? Jim it's, Ross, just listen to Jim Ross speak on it because he's why. What did he say, Brandon? He he says that it's the celebrity wing. Yeah, it's not because they're not taking anything away from the people who wrestled by inducting these people. It's just a celebrity wing, and I think Donald Trump deserves to be in it for the simple fact that he's done so much with the company. No, I totally agree. Hosted two WrestleManias. Back to back. Never been done before. Yeah. Hosting two WrestleManias and also being in that epic uh, match with uh, Bobby Lashley and Umaga. Oh. I mean, not not to say it like was a great thing, but some parts of it were great where he was the one that started the the guest host general manager. Yeah. For Monday Night Raw. I started that debacle. I, I didn't know that he in, um, sponsored WWE as much as he did um, in a – Beginning of it. Yeah, I mean, he was a huge supporter of Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah back, I never knew that. They, they even said it at WrestleMania 20 he was there. He cut a promo. You're fired. Now, is your, is your Donald Trump impression good, Brandon? No, it is not. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. I could squint, <laughs> I could squint and say you're fired. Hey, you sound terrible. like a Jewish grandfather. <laughs> oh, come over here. My name is Boris. Oh God! All right, yeah. So I think that the last the last person that they're going to induct, I'm hoping, is Bam Bam Bigelow. So am I. Because they need they need a post humorous wrestler. I think we don't need one, but I don't know. I I always like seeing one of them, and especially being in New Jersey, I feel like Bam Bam Bigelow deserve it deserves it. I saw yeah, some, I think so as well. But I saw somebody at National Pro Wrestling Day wearing like Bam, the the top of Bam Bam Bigelow's like unitard as a t shirt. Would you? This is going to be kind of I don't know. But do you think that it would, would be possible to have Bam Bam Bigelow and Luna Vachon because they did? Uh, she was his manager. Isn't she in already? No, no. I don't think they should. should be. She was his manager for like a cup of coffee. You know, you don't remember. His manager for a good amount of time. I really. It doesn't. I don't matter. think they would go in as like. Bam Bam and Luna. Yeah, that's, going to- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but so you okay? Do you have- okay? Okay, here's the question. Do you remember? Uh, you probably remember. You probably remember Bam Bam and Luna better than the spot with Taz and Bam Bam Bigelow where they went through the the, the uh, entrance rampway in ECW. Yeah. Do you remember which one? Do you remember better? You probably remember Bam Bam. Wait, and Luna. remember what? Her being with Bam Bam or Bam Bam Her- Taz? Bam. I remember yeah, more because that that was more of like your era of wrestling yeah, growing I mean, up. I didn't watch ECW growing up too, so yeah. 
growing up, I grew up based around WWE from the Racer Umo and Bam Bam Bigelow, all that stuff. Doink the Clown. Yeah. Well, I mean, Luna is definitely, I think she deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. She comes from a very famous wrestling family. And her father's in already. Mad Dog with Sean, correct? Right. I believe so. Yeah. So, So, speaking of, you know, speaking of Raws and speaking of, you know, the era that Dave grew up in, uh, Monday is going to be Old School Raw, which which was a fun one last time. I'm hoping to see the Old School uh, Raw. uh, No, wait. This is my whole thing. I do not want them to disappoint. I want them to bring back old wrestlers if you can sign them to a contract or something for the day where they could have a actually participate in a match I last, mean, last time they did this it did not disappoint it's one of my favorite monday night raws that they ever had they've only had it, one before this right what i'm saying it's one of my favorite monday night raw like themes Gimmicks. that they've had right but and, now they have to they have to one up what they did in the past they have to bring in i want to see like uh, well, the last the last time they had was the the main thing that I think everybody would remember from that mat from that night is the Piper's Pit promo to close Raw with John Cena and Wade Barrett. Yes, and that that's that was like one of the best things I've ever seen. And is it bad if I don't remember it, Dave? You don't remember anything. Do you remember I've what you had for breakfast yesterday? Had so many times during wrestling, so things acceptable. I'm sorry. Did you just say you got hit in the head while watching wrestling? That's yes, too. What did you say? Nothing. But okay, I'll yeah, just have so to wait till I listen to the show. In like an hour when it's up. <laughs> you know, the first person that's gonna be listening to this is Brandon. It always is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nag, nags you until it's posted. No, I don't nag him. So you did it a couple times. No, not so, anymore. Uh, when is it gonna be up? Yeah, because I had to, I called you out on it. So now you don't do it anymore. No, so, I never did it. All right, so we'll have old school raw what? next week. Could I ask just uh, before we move on to like the end and whatnot? Who's one wrestler that you guys would like to see on this old school Raw that hasn't been featured yet? I don't know. Honestly, New Age Outlaws, I want to see. They've been on. Well, they've been featured so many times. You know, well, they're, they're coming. It was twice. One, two, three, kid. And they haven't Thank wrestled. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. He was my favorite wrestler growing up. I made a as homemade. As one, two, three, kid or no? What? As one, two, three, kid or no? Yes, as one, two, three, kid. Thank you. Thank you. As one, I don't want to see him as Lightning Kid. I don't want to see him as X Pac. I don't want to see him as Shaw Waltman. I want to see him as One Two Three Kid. We've seen him in Chikara. He's wrestling coming up in Chikara in Orlando. By the way, ChikaraPro.com. Um, awesome. I'm would- gonna go with the one person I want to see. Like I'm, I want to see so many, but Barry Horowitz. Yes. Yeah. I right. want to see. Yeah. Barry thank you, Horowitz. Dave. Thank you, Dave. I want to see Barry Horowitz team with Santino. And see what kind of a match these two could put on. Santino is out for a long time. Apparently, he has neck surgery. Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it should be. It should be good. Or do you think we'll see the Undertaker? Perfect time to de- to re-debut him, not debut him. But... Yeah, because what are you gonna do with CM Punk now? So, right. I don't know. Might yeah. as well. Yeah. Alrighty. So yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll get to see Paul Bearer. That's no. that would be so awesome. Uh, I I don't think so. Yeah. Alrighty. So, can we get the shameless plugs now? Yeah. No. Sure. Why not? All right. Let's shameless plug time. Let's shameless plug time. Shameless plugs. All right. Yeah. Last week I had to phone in, record early, but now I'm gonna do it semi live, I guess. It's live. Well, you're doing it live. Yes. I guess I'm doing it live. They're not listening live. I don't give a shit. All right. Go follow Ricky at Ricky Ricky Tun. He actually won a little quiz that I put up there. I'm always testing every uh, follower's knowledge. 
The question was, who used the This Fire Burns as a theme song? And the answer was Judgment Day pay-per-view in 06, CM Punk and Randy Orton. I was surprised that a lot of people didn't know that it was Randy Orton's theme song first. Then the judgment. Yeah, but Randy Orton used it for like one or two weeks, so it's not surprising that people don't really know that. Get up on your shit, Marks, and then go follow Scott Hall at Scott Hall NWO. Scott Hall has joined up with DDP and Jake the Snake Roberts, mainly DDP, but to kind of get back on the his path of glory, path to glory. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing I don't understand because. With with the whole Twitter thing, uh, DDP tweets that out, right? That that's Scott Hall. Yeah, I saw an interview recently with Scott Hall where he said that he doesn't Twitter. He's drunk half the time. He says he doesn't have a Twitter. He does. That's not him. He probably. Yeah, but he also said, but DDP gets him gets them on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, but that doesn't like it doesn't make sense. Like but he how also is he said saying? he wasn't he wasn't in charge of his Twitter account. He said. Right. He said he oh. even on that first tweet he thanked uh, some group or somebody for taking hold of his Twitter account while he was away or doing whatever. Okay. So I mean that's maybe what he meant when he said he didn't have a Twitter because he really didn't. Somebody else had it for him. So, but it's definitely after seeing that ESPN sixty or yeah, that was that was terrible. What was it? ESPN sixty? It was or the that, E sixty thing. On, yeah, it was it was it was really depressing. It featured, it featured Scott Hall and about his his battle with drugs and alcohol and his entire story. It really it feels it feels great to see that he's taking a step forward into trying to a new light for him. I don't know. I, I I'm very taken back and very happy about that. Hey, listen, I talk about it, I think, every other week on the show, the big supporter I am of DDP Yoga and everything that DDP's doing for Jake Roberts. I mean, he looks fucking amazing. Did you see that picture comparing him from before and after? Yeah. It's unbelievable. I'm so – I'm proud of them. So am I. And DDP is a, is, a, is a saint. Yeah. Yeah, like I said it the other week. I said DDP doesn't deserve – I mean, does deserve like a humanitarian award or something? He's pretty much the he's better doing better than the WWE rehab uh, facility or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Absolutely, and so there's so many people now, like even wrestlers. I see like Goldust tweets every single day about doing TDP yoga. Everybody, and it's so awesome, and it's such a it's such an, a great movement, and especially for someone that's doing it. Like I, Dave can contest this. Everybody, they're like, yeah, I need to work out and do something. What's the first thing I say? DDP yoga. Yeah, absolutely. I told Brandon. Brandon thinks about doing it, but then decides to just get up. Brandon doesn't think about doing it. Brandon wouldn't wouldn't ever do it. We should do a Brandon DDP yoga challenge. We should, and I think I've said that before. Brandon, hashtag for Brandon for DDP yoga. Have you you do DDP yoga for at least a month and see how you feel and look? People write that to me. Yeah, do it, bro. It's going to be awesome. To see how I feel and look, I'll feel. Get healthy. It's. I'm not not healthy now, dude. I'm healthy in terms of the Urban Dictionary, like Michael Cole likes to. <laughs> I still can't believe Michael Cole brought that up. That's the funniest thing. Yep. I, I still have a third shameless plug, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Hell. Okay, so we might as well get on to it. My third shame shame blah, blah, blah. my third shameless plug is going to go to CZW with their upcoming event called Wanted. It takes place on March 9th. And you're going to see the three main t- title matches is CZZ uh, fucking a CZW World Heavyweight Champion 
Masada versus Christina Von Erie versus Joe Gacy versus Matt Tremont. I, this is going to be a, a fatal four-way for the match, and it's going to be awesome. CCW Tag Team title match, The Catalyst versus The Nation of Intoxication. Then you got CZW Wired TV title match, AR Fox, who's the champion, versus Azrael. I think all three of these matches are going to be very entertaining and just definitely go check it out. CZWrestling.com. Awesome. I was going to say the website, but I didn't write it down. Then I figured Some- I figured if I said it, just people go check it out. Go Google. Absolutely. All right. Speaking, speaking of entertaining, I can't wait for this. Yeah, it's time for Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. It's not Chris's match of the week this week. I think we're gonna we're gonna change it up. It may be a match of the week, but it's going to be Chris's rant of the week. What? Yeah, I'm we're gonna change. Yeah, change. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change, brother. Change. Change. By the way, you know what? I was gonna make the picture of thing bad. I was gonna make the picture of the week this week. The big O holding up the title at Psycho Circus, but I think it's just gonna be Freight Train texting, sitting on a chair. I haven't seen it speaking, yet. Speaking of Freight Train, did you see the video that Cole Cabana released? Yes. With, uh, the cartoon? No, not, not the cartoon. I saw the oh, one. Oh, no, no, not the cartoon. Of, of uh, Macho Man and Macho Zeus. Man. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was good. Anyway, um, I'm going to rant. I mean, Dave's pretty good about ranting, but uh, apparently I've been getting response, Twitter responses from fans saying that my my rants and my anger is inspirational. Um, so, I mean, two things I'm going to rant. First thing I'm going to rant about is streamers. Um I know it's a, it's a Japanese tradition and it's a, a sign of respect and everything like that to throw streamers in the ring. But throw streamers in the ring when the person is in the fucking ring, people. Not when they're running around the ring slapping hands. You're not throwing streamers in the ring for the people that are waiting in there. When they're in the ring and they do their celebratory cheer in the beginning in the, in the middle of the ring, that's the time you throw streamers. Not when they're circling around. All right? Listen, if you're going to throw streamers, know how to do it. Don't Google it. Okay. Well, why yeah, you throw, throw correctly? That always pisses me off when they either they don't even make it to the ring and it lands in the front row. Yeah. But no, is, no, 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 no. It's not that. It's uh, perfect. Okay. Listen, I'll, I'll I'll throw it out there. I'm not. I'll, I'll since it's a rant, I'm gonna shoot the shit. NYWC Psycho Circus. Jerry Lynn makes his way to the ring. He's not even in the ring. He's not even like by the entrance way. People are throwing streamers in. You have to wait until the person is in the ring celebrating. Then you throw the streamers in. Not when they're circling the ring, slapping your hands. You do it when they're in the middle of the ring. That's the sign of respect. Learn it, watch some Japanese wrestling, and take care of it. Second thing I'm going to rant about right now is people tweeting, Oh my god, there's blood. There's controversial storylines. The Attitude Era is back. The Attitude Era is not back, ladies and gentlemen. It's never going to be back. So get over it, stop living in the past, and move on. Let it go. Let it fucking go. Okay? Chris's rant of the week on streamers and the Attitude Era. But we're still going to put the Chris's match of the week thing just to... Yeah, because we don't have anything else to put there yet. Yeah, not yet. Listen. Listen. All right. Um, All right, but that's the debut of Chris's Rant of the Reek. Rant of the Reek? Reek? Because it reeks reeks of awesomeness. Vampire David over here. (laughs) Anyway. Rant of the Reek. You know, of awesomeness. All right. Anyway, uh, Brandon, who are you shouting out? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs, waka waka. First shout-out goes to Never Gonna Stop by Rob Zombie. It was probably my favorite Edge theme song. You didn't uh, like Metalingus? It was a good one, but I, I really, just the way Never Gonna Stop was just like, down, down, down. It just like got me pumped for it. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that that's my favorite theme song of his as well. 
I think it would be great to hear in an uh, arena again. Unfortunately, we know. You hear it live? Yeah, probably. Yeah, not isn't that Rob Zombie on tour? Yeah, yeah. Uh, second shout out goes to the way Zeb Coulter says Alberto Del Rio. Uh, yeah, it is pretty funny. I think there's something to it, and uh, I think that deserves a shout out. And uh, last shout out goes to Lil G Nightlife. Follow them on Twitter and like them on Facebook for the hottest club hookups in the tri-state area. What did they hook you up with? I don't know. Deals. Just follow them and see. Yeah. Did they hook you up with a bumper? Yeah, they did. Maybe. The one that was played in the middle of the show much? Probably. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Great brand. Shout outs, Brandon. So let's get into it then. It's our... Markout moment of the week. Um, well, I know we all marked out for the fucking pile driver. Yeah. No, Brandon Brand doesn't. <laughs> Dave, Dave did. It's more yeah, of a thing. It's, it's more of a thing. Like I'll mark out when it's the tombstone pile driver. Yeah. No. We, we you see that all the time, but you don't see. A no, but I, when I mean like that, um, I mean like solidifies CM Punk into a match. Yeah. Um. But what else? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, this was my mark out moment of the week. Um, so Saturday night after NYWC Psycho Circus, the official NYWC after party is at the Twisted Shamrock in Babylon. So go check that bar out if you're on Long Island. Um, you know, all the NYWC stars are there. We're bullshitting with people. And Dave goes up to me and goes, hey, Chris, you want to meet Jerry Lynn? I'm like, sure. I'll meet Jerry Lynn because, you know, they, they spoke about it. They spoke to him at PWS. I was unfortunately not there. So we're sitting there bullshitting with him. And Brandon brings up about going to see Brett Michaels and everything like that. And Jerry Lynn's like, you know, it's always cool to see him, that stuff like that. He's like, but I'm really waiting for to hate breed to come around. And my eyes lit up. I put a big smile on my face. And I'm like, Mr. Lynn, let's talk about music. So me and Jerry Lynn got into a conversation about hate breed, about being in hate breed mosh pits, about heavy metal music. And if you listen to this show and you've heard my music on the show, you know that I am a huge metalhead. And I was I was laughing about it until the day after. I was in the middle of a food store and I was just laughing. I'm like, I got into a conversation last night with Jerry Lynn about <laughs> yeah, hate breed. Chris popped wood during that entire combo. Oh, it was huge. It's <laughs> surreal. It really is. It, yeah, you know, because I've been watching this guy. I remember watching the last ECW pay-per-view at the at my stepfather's firehouse with my two buddies and seeing him on there. And now I'm having a conversation with him about one of my favorite bands who I have autographed memorabilia sitting in the marking out studio right now. You know, it's crazy. It's so awesome. And it made me mark out. And yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the world of marking out. Well, that, that just I, gave me chills. Any more where that's going to come from. What gave you chills? The, the fact that you said that you have the the band's autographed memorabilia and you were talking about them to Jerry Lynn who the I have a man. yeah this this man legend in yeah, professional legend. wrestling I have I've actually met Burns the drummer from Hatebreed I'm looking at his autographed drumstick right now it's like you know that's how big of a fan I am I'm have I've I've had a sweatshirt from them since 2003 when Perseverance came out and I'm talking to Jerry Lynn about this band that I'm like so all about and by the way, uh, former inter- interlude, uh, This Is Hell is going to be touring with them soon, so go check that out. They're not coming anywhere on Long Island, so I'm pretty bummed about that. You know, I almost had an autographed drumstick. Yeah, I have, but, I have a but bunch. Then, but then I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> From Colonel Sanders it was autographed by? I was going to say that, but he's really like that old where I could not have ever met him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. 
All right. So, yeah, that's our show for this week. Next week, it'll be a little impact, a little old school raw. And I don't, I think that's really all we have to talk about next week. So, we're going to have to find something cool to do next week. I think, I think maybe we're going to talk about the PWS. That's right. PWS Proving Ground coming out, too. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a Brandon dating game. No. Yeah. My sister's involved. the Rave dating game. No, let's do Brandon. We can get my sisters involved on this one. It'll be great. Yeah, that, that fails. Cricket, 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 cricket. Anyway, uh, mark, www.markingout.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio is where you can find the show. Uh, subscribe, rate. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music and Nick Matocho for making our logo. I friended him on Facebook. He posts a lot of straight edge stuff, but there's nothing wrong with straight edge people. Not also, gonna... can I can I say uh, with the, the whole Shining Wizards podcast? That's right. My, my name, Brandon, isn't a reference to Brandon Walsh from Beverly Hills. 90210. Yeah, definitely follow Shadow Wizards <laughs> podcast. They're cool dudes. I mentioned them about, uh, you know, when I saw them at National Pro Wrestling Day. Um, Facebook.com slash marking out. Twitter.com slash marking out. So for myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And we will see you next week on the podcast. Yeah. Hey, cock smoker, eat a bag of dicks. No. The, the going at the end? <laughs> what, hey, cock smoker, eat a bag of dicks? Yeah. All right, fine, we'll put that at the end.